Welcome to Relatable. This is your host, Teresa Freeman, and welcome to part three of our four-part series with Marianne. In this episode, we learn more about Marianne's study habits, following her own path, and working with her school counselor. She talks about how she worked with her counselor around recommendations, as well as suggestions for possible schools and universities for her to apply to. We talk about stress management in terms of managing stress of junior and senior year with Marianne. And we also get some good information on her experience at UPenn, where she spoke with a guidance counselor who talked specifically about what to think about when looking at or writing your college essays. Enjoy this episode. talking to you about studying and maybe you've done this naturally or not but part of it is there are certain things that you're naturally going to lean into that are easier because you the content comes to you or it doesn't feel like you have to really study it as much or that it just it's like you're in the class and you're paying attention and you're absorbing it and you kind of have it and I think knowing yourself and knowing if you're prioritizing you've got these things coming up like what are the one the two or three that you really you know, you got usually got a couple of electives in there, right? So it's like, what are the two or three that really require that thoughtful, I'm going to take an hour, here's my approach, I'm going to use Quizlet, I love your suggestions, like I'm going to look at my tests and my quizzes. There's that same sort of preparation that's required, just like you were talking about for the interviews. So I don't know, I'm interested how much influence you've had outside of just, you seem to know yourself well, and you seem to be someone who just does what you want to do. Like you're, you're kind of know yourself and you kind of are like, this is how I'm going to do this. Is that right? Or, you know, how much advice or counsel are you getting from your parents or teachers or anyone else? Yeah, I would say I'm someone who like, if I know that what I'm doing works for me, that I'm like, you can do what you want. I'm just doing what works for me. Right, right. Um, and I think I've definitely like my counselor and I, we were, we're very, not very close, but like we're friends, we're friendly. I've, uh, I went meetings with her. We set up meetings with her to talk about like interview skills or like mm. tips for my essays. Uh, how many like regular decisions versus early decision, like just like basic college tips. And also she writes a recommendation for you. So it's good to get to know her and for her to get to know you so that you have a good recommendation letter. Mm -hmm. Um, And definitely my parents were very helpful in helping me throughout all the process and just making sure that like, I mean, it's sometimes kind of overbearing, but what are you going to do? Most of the time they're like, as long as I'm getting good grades, then everything is fine. Right. Right. Yeah. And it also just seems like you're internally motivated. Like you, you, I mean, not, not everybody is as some people are super comfortable with these, (laughs) that, that a thing, you know, like for you, it seemed like, you know, if you could get it and achieve it, that's what you were going to do. That's what Mm -hmm. it's. Yeah. Um, How would you say you managed the stress and anxiety of the pressure of doing well, the pressure of trying to get into college and all of your activities how would how would you grade your stress level and is there anything that you did to help manage that sure so this the funny thing about me is that I actually think that like having dance and soccer and trumpet helped me uh, with all my like academics and whatever because it kind of split up my day so Mm -hmm. I would go to school 
and then I knew I had to come home and do X amount of much amount of homework before I went to dance or soccer, and then I could do the rest of it after. So it was like a good like split up, and mm-hmm. it helped like motivate me because like oh if I don't do it like before this, then you have too much to do after, and you won't have enough time. Um, so I think in that way like it actually helped me. I remember thinking like what do people do all afternoon, <laughs> and like. Yeah. On, a, on a rare day that I would have off, not motivated to do my homework because I have so much time to do it. I'm like, I can just do it later. Right. So I think it actually helped me. And I would say I didn't, at no time were my activities a stressor for me. I would say the only times that I felt like stressed out about things is last season, May, end of April into May during that exam season. I was like actually very stressed because I had a bunch of things going on, like AP exams, obviously, like studying for everything. So I definitely remember that time being like extremely stressful. Mm-hmm. And then also the first half of senior year being very stressful because of all the college application stuff, everything is new. And at the same time, my teachers, they weren't letting up on homework, obviously. So you still had everything else to do on top of writing essays and all that stuff. So I remember thinking, if I could just skip to May, <laughs> can I just skip all this and get to May and then you'll be fine. And then right. everything will be okay. Yeah. I've, I've heard a lot of people just anecdotally say they wished they had spent more time the summer before their senior year writing some essays, looking at some applications. Like I know that applications have changed and now there's maybe one main application and then there's sort of tangential stuff. Yeah, it's very annoying. (laughs) Yeah. Um, I'm, you know, like I said, I'm not too close to it yet. I'm getting there probably, but would you, would you agree that there's some stuff you could do that summer before to help kind of alleviate? I mean, it's like everything, like if you've got the time, people are going to take the time, but if Mm -hmm. in terms of tips or advice, would you say, you know, spend a little bit of time in the summer pulling that together? Yeah, I would, I definitely remember like not wanting to start my essays yet. I just wasn't motivated to do it. Right. And I remember my parents, like, I would be like, can we start your essay? Essay, blah, blah, blah. I was like, I just don't feel like doing it right now. If you'd like to advertise with Relatable, please email us at info at tfreemanassociates.com. But I did have I signed up for a college workshop seminar at PVI over the summer. Mm -hmm. It was like a week or something. And it was like for you to hone in on your skills and um, hopefully start writing your Common App essay and to fill out like your Common Application. And so that was helpful. That was actually where I started writing my Common Application, um, which I didn't think I would. Um, They just, they were like, all right, this is your time to start writing. And I was like, okay, I guess I'll start writing. Yeah. Just because everybody else around me was writing. So I was like, I guess I have to write. <laughs> right. So I think I, I, de- I got my common application essay done that summer. Oh, and I got one more done over the summer for, it was like a quirky essay for UVA. It was like one of your like little quirks for the College of Arts and Sciences. So I got that one done and then it was school. And then I remember a bunch of my, not a bunch, but a couple of my friends uh, when we started school, I was like, oh, yeah, like Common App. And they were like, I haven't even looked at my Common App yet. I was like, you haven't even looked at your Common App yet? What are you doing? What are you doing? <laughs> She's like, I guess I better do that. And then I remember one of my friends, her situation was a little different where she's from Korea and she's a homestay. So she has a guardian and her guardian 
is very, very strict and kind of like told her like, okay, these are the schools you're applying to. And it was literally like 15 schools. She had like 20 essays to write and she had to take like all of these SATs, ACTs, the TOEFL, which is like the language thing for um, non-English speaking people. It was like test every week. Yeah. That's terrible. So I definitely know people who had to write like a bunch of essays during that first period of school and they were not in a happy place. If you were going to give some counsel on all the different types of essays and, and maybe what people should start thinking about when, the, you know, as they, even as early as like a sophomore year, like obviously you're writing about your experiences, right? So mm-hmm. what, what, what are some of the key things that, that you wrote about or that are asked of you in those essays? Sure. So one of the things I just remembered is I actually went to Penn when I was touring colleges and I met with their, uh, the head of their international affairs department. And so we talked about their program there. And one of the things that he said to me about essays was, it was like, you've never had a profound experience. You're, you're a teenager. None of your experiences are profound yet. Like you, you can have like interesting experiences, but they're not like profound. So don't go off in your essay saying that like this has like been a life-changing thing because most often than not it's not and also one of the things he said is don't don't like read any of the like the how to write an essay tips or like this is like what they want to see in an essay because more often than not like the readers can see that like you've read that and that it kind of like copy and paste into your essay like they can feel that um I don't know. Yeah, it's almost like the whole voice, right? It has yeah. to, it needs to be an authentic voice. Yeah. So you can tell if you wrote it or mm-hmm. if your parent wrote it. Yeah. Or if like, you know, you put it through some sort of word Fancy processing number. magic, right? Where it said, use these words instead of these words. Yeah, yeah. That, that makes sense to me. So it's interesting. I feel like this is, well, one, this is amazing. This is great. Uh, information. All of the different aspects of this that you've talked about are really helpful. What about socially, any pressures that that you felt or anything that you felt like you had to, I mean, obviously, given how hard you've worked, I'm just wondering if you had to make any sacrifices or not be able to do certain things because you've been so engaged in these other activities or do you feel like you had to sacrifice anything? I would say I've definitely had to sacrifice some things but in the long run like what I'm doing is like much better for me so for instance obviously like not being able to hang out with friends as much as often as you would like uh, especially like I've never been able to hang out after school for long periods of time because I've always had to get home from school to then start my homework so that then I could go to dance or soccer um so that's kind of Part of it and then in the activities themselves like a lot of the times for soccer games or for dance rehearsals I would have to leave a game early or come to it late just to make like dance rehearsal on time or or flip-flop of that in my common app essay I wrote about like changing in the car because it's something I've done often and definitely I don't know it's hard to find people to like relate to everything that you do because there's not many people who like do all the things that you do. So it's kind of hard to like find people to talk about everything. Like you definitely you have, like you can talk about dance with dance friends and dance. And you talk about soccer with the people you know in soccer. You talk about band with the people in band, but there's no one you can talk about with like all of the things. So that's kind of hard, but I mean, friends are friends. They're there for you. 
Thank you again, Marianne. Appreciate your advice. We are getting great feedback on these episodes. Uh, Next up, our last episode in the series, and it will not disappoint. We talk about some good tips from our friend Dan Helfrich, the CEO of Deloitte Consulting. We discuss how activities and a busy schedule works well and helps to keep you focused. And Marianne gives us her final list of pointers and suggestions for those that are just entering high school. Thank you to Missy, the producer on this episode. As a reminder, if you like this discussion, please subscribe, leave comments, and rate Relatable. We can be found on most streaming platforms. Relatable is sponsored by Teresa Freeman Associates. You can follow us on Twitter and the TFA Facebook page. Until next time, this is Teresa Freeman with Relatable.